0: Here, so I won't get oh yeah! Thank you, Marshawn. Uh, that's our special guest, Marshawn Lynch. Here, uh, here, here. So I won't get just just making a special appearance. Uh, just doing his thing so the NFL doesn't find him. Uh, welcome in, guys. We are the South Lot Football Guys. Um, it's July 13th. Uh, coming at you with another episode today. Uh, to my left, we got Robbie Larson. Across the table from me, we've got Adam Sidek. And uh, guys, we're going to get into the NFC West today. Um, we got some hot takes to uh, get out there. Um, I know these guys are fired up, so I'm ready to get in. Uh, Before we even started. Oh, yeah. yeah we <laughs> oh, had, yeah. We, we, we were getting into it a I little had, bit. I later. had to break up a fight here. <laughs> we got to save it for the airwaves. So um, well, I guess with that, let's just jump right in. Um, before we do that, though, um, make sure you guys follow us on Snapchat and Twitter at the SL Football Guys. Um, definitely increasing our social media presence there. We're going to be putting a lot out there um, for you guys. Follow us, uh, have some fun online with us in Iraq. So, uh, with that, let's get into the NFC West, and uh, we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. So, Adam, take it away. Okay. Uh,
1: Arizona Cardinals. This is. I, in my, I'll get into it, but in my opinion, they had the worst off season on any team. in the league. Oh my! The worst off season. Um, well, yeah, let me let me get into it. Uh, Start off, there were seven and or seven wins. Now they were three and thirteen last year. I uh, ended up with the number one overall pick in the draft. Uh, they decided to uh, fire their head coach, um, and then hire Cliff Kingsbury, a uh, a coach that has had a lot of really good quarterbacks at college level at uh, Texas Tech. Having said that, his record is under 500 for his uh, entire length of stay at Texas Tech. He's um, known for the air raid offense. Um, along with him, they hired defensive coordinator Vance Joseph. Um, not a bad hire. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does as being a co- coordinator now because he sort of failed at being a head coach. Uh, as far as their offseason additions go, um, obviously the biggest one is drafting Kyler Murray, number one overall. Um, I mean, I think he fits the system. That they're trying to run, um, this pieces around him other than David Johnson, you know, are meh. And then is oh the Larry off-
2: Fitzgerald's still good. He is now. He is.
0: I don't think that's a bad starting two wide receiver set with Larry Fitz and Christian Kirk.
1: No, not at all. I, I mean, how many years can you expect this out of Larry continue? Because I mean, he last year he was pretty good, but. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna question. It last
1: year. He's, he's first player in the Hall of Famer he and is, he keeps he doing is, it. He is. I mean, offensive line is terrible, terrible. Um, the defense wise, uh, you know, they didn't really lose a whole lot. Um, you know, Antron Buthea, Marcus Golden. They lost Mike Ayupati on the uh, offensive side. They lost Dion Buchanan inside linebacker. Um, as far as the replacements go, <laughs> they signed the. They overpaid for a, you know, a bunch of aging veterans, um, you know, Terrell Suggs, J.R. Sweezy, um, Jordan Hicks, Robert Alford, and those guys aren't too old, but they, I, I still feel they overpaid for a lot of, you know, aging veterans and, you know, guys getting their first contracts that aren't necessarily elite. Uh, they didn't really pick up any defense or any any, any needle or move, uh, they didn't really pick up anybody I think moves the needle, at least in the soft season. Um my biggest concern with this team um, is, you know, the durability of David Johnson and Kyler Murray. Because I, I don't see this team, you know, running the air-raid air offense. They're going to have a lot of plays, and that's what they're going that's for. True. Most plays in the league. You know, David Johnson, as good as he's been, he has been injury-prone. And Kyler Murray at 6'10", 205, if you're asking these guys to run in plays, most plays in the league, behind a bad offensive line and a, I mean, average at best wide receiving I I'm, I'm scared for these guys. I, I don't see this working out, is my opinion. I don't... It's a great idea, but this is the NFL. This is not college. These guys got to be able to hold up, and I, I just don't see it working.
2: Well, the and, air raid, it doesn't need a good offensive line. The whole point of the air raid is to do a bunch of quick passes, a bunch of... Keep getting plays racked up, and then eventually you're going to hit hit some deep one. Yeah. Um I don't think... I mean, they... I don't think having a bad offensive line like theirs is going to necessarily hurt, especially when you got Kyler Murray, who is just a hell of an athlete. I mean, no Drew Brees is five ten. Like, don't don't give him slack for that. Um, uh, as long as he doesn't like go start doing stuff like Cam Newton does and just like shouldering into the defenders, which I wouldn't think he'd be doing. I think he'd be trying to scramble out and maybe slide. Um, I guess that's something we gotta wait and see. But um, I I I think he could. Hold up for the whole season. I don't uh, know. I, I don't I think know. This, I, it's just this offense. It's nobody's seen it before. Defenses do not know how to really plan for this yet. I mean, can, can you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I could see this working. I mean, there, there's absolutely a world where you know they install this offense. No one gets hurt. You know, they they move the sticks all the time. They they're leading the league in uh, plays per game. Probably pretty good offense, but you know, with as bad as the defense is, they're going to have a lot of plays because they're going to be letting up touchdowns. I I will
2: agree. The defense is concerning and the fact, well, they're getting a bunch of aging guys and with the offense, if they do a bunch of quick plays into a three and out, that's their defense is going to be on the field a lot and that's not good for them. Um, but they did did grab Vance Joseph after he got canned from the Broncos, um, which is, that's going to help them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that's a great addition for them.
1: I mean, I, my concern is that this turns into a, you know, RG3 scenario where, you know, the player, I mean, no no one's denying the talent of Kyler Murray. I, I, his physical talent is, you know, worth high-end first-round pick. Um, but, like I said, this is not college. This is the NFL. The athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. Um, and you, I'm, my, my concern is that, you know, this holds up. This doesn't hold up. You look, you know, behind... David Johnson and Kyler Murray. You have um, Chase Edmonds. You know, I'd say he's probably one of the worst backups in the league. And then uh, you got Brett Hundley coming from. Oh, there you go. Wherever he came (laughs) from. Green Bay, Seattle. Brett Hundley. Yeah. So I. And then, you know. They, there's no depth on his team whatsoever, both sides of the ball. I don't know.
2: They got a lot. They picked up a lot of depth at wide receiver. Yeah, but don't, I don't. I don't think any of those guys are that good. There's going to be a lot of four they're, wide
1: sets. You're already um, hearing bad talk about Hakeem Butler off news. Like no, not not well, impressive. Well, he was hyped
2: up to be like really good, and then he just kept falling in the draft. Yeah. And Andy um,
1: Isabella not worth a second-round pick. I mean, he's a good slot receiver. I I just I didn't agree with that pick. What's I I did did not like this offseason for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not
0: taking small white guys in the second round. <laughs>
1: I mean, Hunter Renfro is every bit as a, the, the player yeah. is Andy Isabella. And they got him in the fifth. Yeah, I terrible pick. Terrible pick. Um, yeah, I, I, I had my concerns about this team, and you know they were three and thirteen last year. I could see it being worse. Yeah, I could see it being worse, which what, is hard to believe. And I, I know that's a hot take, but
2: it's a hot take. They got a they got a last place schedule, which I mean. Obviously, all last-place teams end up doing better, too, just because they get earlier picks and whatnot. But, um, that, I, I mean, you got to factor in the element of surprise. I mean, you think back, this is probably the most hyped-up new offense from college since Chip Kelly, right? Yeah, I mean, now, I remember when Chip Kelly brought, like, uh, what was it, like a 4-12 and 12 Eagles team to double-digit wins?
1: And then he fell off immediately.
2: He, he had a good second season, then fell off. I'm not saying this, this is going to work long-term. It, it depends on how well Cliff Kingsbury adjusts after defenses start to figure out the secret to stopping him. But I think, this season, I think it will work. I don't think so. I think, I think that's I think the
1: key. I think defenses' abilities to adjust are different from the Pac 12 defenses, which are the worst in college football, to the NFL. <laughs> I think NFL defensive coordinators are smart enough to figure it out within having to take like a year. I. I, mean, I don't see this working. Of, I don't of, see this working.
2: A lot of game plan goes on through the off season. Robbie, are you saying this team's an above five hundred team? Um, I think they got a potential to be a five hundred team. Yes, oh, I think they're oh. over under that. You should be hidden, pounded that. over. We got to bet I'm this lo- if we're feeling this
1: strong. Oh, oh wow. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, right. I love that. I love it. What, 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 what am I agreeing to? I'm shaking a hand. I'm not <laughs> yes. agreeing. to. I don't know what I'm agreeing to. What are the terms? What are the terms? <laughs> golf ball bet. Okay. 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 Do right. we do, do we get to choose what is on the golf ball? Yes. Okay, because so I can get, like, a little picture of Wario. Absolutely. Okay, Okay. okay. That's, that's what All I'm right. going to do. That's All what right. I'm going
0: to do. All right. I like it. All right. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, we'll touch on this just because he's, he's kind of a polarizing player in fantasy drafts. Uh, David Johnson this year. Um, for me, I'm somebody that believes that he should be going, like, top six, top seven. Yeah. Um, I think he's got one of the better floors that you'll find. Um you know, at the very minimum in standard leagues like you can pretty much count on him to get 50 yards rushing at least 30 yards passing a game like no matter what the game script is like he's going to be used, he's not coming off the field. Yep. And then there's this unknown of the Cliff Kingsbury offense where he he could honestly, I think he's got top 3 potential. If this offense really takes off and surprises people and people don't adjust like I, I really think with with scoring um you know he, he could be top three so I'm somebody that's high on him uh, as a guy with a, a pretty high floor and then this uh kind of unknown upside what are you guys thoughts
2: I think I, I've been seeing him maybe just a little too high for my taste um like I like guys like Melvin Gordon uh Joe mixon too um so you take Joe mixon him. over I probably David would. I, th- I think a lot of people are sleeping on Joe mixon I I think last year was like the worst year you're going to see kind of like kind of in a similar way, David Johnson would be the worst year. But um, I think it's a safer bet for Joe Mixon um, just in the fact of um, offensive improvement because you got the weapons there. Cardinals, I mean, I'm on the side that I, that I believe in them. Um, But there's a, there's a good chance that it doesn't work out. Um, But I, I, I mean, and when you're looking at first round guys, you kind of want safety more than um, just trying to shoot for the stars. Yeah, but think about David
0: Johnson last year. Like When you factor, take out health, right? So he was healthy all year. And if you take out yep. the implication of, of health.
1: And he's had some like not not like, bad injuries, not like, like a broken wrist. Yeah, like that, yeah. that stuff that won't affect you long term. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: No. He, that was about the worst possible game script situation on a week-to-week basis he could have been thrown into. Uh, that team was awful,
1: and they they took him out for drives. Yeah, to play Chase Edmonds, and, which and I, he did, was still was top weird. ten.
0: He was still top ten. Mm. I, so,
1: I think he's got one of the highest floors yeah, on any. I NBA. think he's
0: extremely safe, and and with the unknown upside, I I'm a big
1: fan. Yeah, like I, I I'm sort of with Robbie. I I like him as a first rounder, for, absolutely, but a little bit too high for my taste. Um, just because mm-hmm. I I I like I mentioned before, I'm not a huge believer in his offense overall, but. You know, last year they were the worst team by far in scoring offense, and he was still top ten. Yeah, even even though he didn't put up more than twenty a game, uh, I think I I think, I think he's worth the first round pick for sure. I, I just wouldn't take him at his current draft value.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. definitely. Just a couple spots too high. I, mean, I agree. Um, yeah, he's going he's going back at like his price tag. So we agree on
1: we, we agree on. David Johnson, but we <laughs> completely disagree on the offense. But well, yeah. <laughs> so you, just, you just believe in Kyle Murray a lot more than I do. Yes. Okay.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you look at rookie QBs like, the last couple of years, they've been been able to make an impact. I mean, Lamar Jackson, For he, I don't think he's – he can only run. And look what he did with the Ravens last year. Yeah, but they kind had a of good, good offensive
1: line and they ran it. And they yeah, had a much true. better
0: and defense I, than yeah. the
1: Cardinals. They, that team was set up for Lamar Jackson. They they built that. I'm I, the biggest problem with my their offseason, in my opinion, is they didn't do anything to build this team around Kyler Murray. I mean, they drafted some wideouts they think will help. Um, they didn't have the offensive line, and I mean, the guys they brought in, and not to mention, you know, the best player in their defense, Patrick Peterson, is going to be suspended. Um,
0: I I think for this team to be 500 or above, like,
1: everything's
0: got to go right. Yep. Everything. And, and I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot to put on that. Um, I could see them getting six, seven wins. Seven wins is kind of the ceiling for me. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about them getting 500 or over. So it'll be interesting to
2: see. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think they could steal a couple from some of these uh other divisional opponents especially at home yeah yeah where it's a uh, little more competitive usually mm-hmm. um who, they play last place schedule so who, who's that lions uh giants lions giants, lions, giants and uh they've got Do the, they play the the NFC box,
0: south the Bucks that'll be a fun one
1: they uh they play the nfc south nfc north or afc north nfc oh, south a-
2: yeah i mean I, i'm not liking the afc north um, the Baker-Kyler game. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, I'm interested was, in that. I like that. Does the
0: NFL know about this? We need to get this on Prime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I, I almost guarantee that's a Thursday Night Football oh, check, game. Yeah. That, that seems like NFL Thursday Night Football right there.
2: Let's look it up. The Baker-Kyler game. It's an afternoon game. Oh, okay. oh no.
0: No, come on. That's gotta like be that has got to be Thursday is,
1: Night. Is
2: it, is it late in the year? <laughs> it's December December 15th, I, I don't know if that's a Sunday or Saturday, but... Okay. Um, the Freddy Kitchens versus <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, Cliff
1: Kingsbury Bowl. Oh, Two guys man. that probably don't deserve to be head coaches right now. <laughs> oh, man. God, both those guys have made a lot of money off of Baker Mayfield. Yep. <laughs> yeah, both those guys. <laughs> oh,
0: man. All right, um. Do we have anything else to add on the uh, Cardinals?
1: Uh, we, we, we spent a lot of time on we the did. last hey. place team. Yeah. We spent a lot of time on Good. a 3-12 and 12 Good team. for you, Arizona. All righty.
0: <laughs> uh, let's, let's transition into the 49ers. Um, guys, 49ers last year uh, really kind of ran up against it with uh, the Jimmy G injury, uh, what that happened, week three, week four. Um, just, just tough uh, for the team. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't see – star in the making um oh, when he God. was on the board when he, <laughs> i thought i was alone on that one no i didn't see anything special um what when he was out there so um i know a lot of people like to crown him as this just um elite quarterback and he certainly got paid like it but um yeah i'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure that uh he's as great as everybody makes him out to be i think they have one of the most talented running back rooms in the league um i don't know well, come would,
2: on
1: come on what i know no they didn't I your do. actual take oh okay. i haven't absolutely okay, I, okay. I really believe that like <laughs> oh i'd say for that. the
0: op- opposite i think that you think i believe well
1: okay in terms of talent there are four of... running
0: backs and i'm gonna rank them for you right now matt Brada one tevin coleman two mostert three <laughs> mckinnon four
2: well, McKinnon four! Come on, you I gotta. Be, dude, Jerry Br- McKinnon
1: sucks. Matt Breda is was, a good I, running back.
2: He just can't carry a big load. That's all. I mean, neither can Brita either. Right. I mean, Breda did look good last year. I'm, I will give him. I'm that.
0: ringing the bell. I want you guys to to just argue over Jerry McKinnon because this needs to be made public.
2: Jerry McKinnon, he was brought in to play the Devonta Freeman role. He got paid like it. He got paid the like it. Is that, he just didn't have this chance to show up because um, he's kind of injury-prone.
1: Devontae Freeman think Jer- has 35 pounds on him. You, like, Do you
0: realize
2: that Devontae Freeman is one of the best
0: goal-line backs in the league, it, given efficiency, and, like, Jarek McKinnon cannot do
1: that? Like, I I don't know if Jarek McKinnon don't know is if an NFL cannot. running back. He could definitely hit through some holes. Oh, I, you,
2: I don't know You about give that
1: guy more than 10 carries, he might be coming out I of every Matt, single game. I think Matt Braid is a better cop to... Well, Demonte Matt Burrito was
2: going to get – he. we saw last year. He was gumming out every single okay. game after so, getting like 10 carries. So the reason, and then he'd come back next week like, ah, it's just just a little uh, leg crap. I'll be fine. And then goes out again.
1: I mean, you could have the most talented RB room, but if these guys can't <laughs> play football – The most you know, talented I mean, RB room at the least important position in football. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're paying these guys a ton of money. They got Tevin Coleman on a good deal. Hey, John Lynch knows what he's doing though. So. But Jerry, the, the contract they gave Jerry McKinnon for a guy that – pretty much proven he can't handle a full workload, that might have been a worse signing in the last, like, five years. You, you, I, I don't know if he's going to play in. Like, he, he's a camp is he cup. getting,
2: like, 10 a year? Yeah. It, oh, God. You know what? I, th- I think Melvin Gordon, in his negotiations, should just point at the Steelers or the, the Niners backfield and just say, look at this right here. <laughs> this to? is why I should be paid more.
0: <laughs> I
2: want the collective sum of all of these guys, yeah. <laughs> Um, so
1: I got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah.
0: So let's, let's bring it back here. So on the offensive side of the ball, outside of bringing in Tevin Coleman, like not a lot of change there. And uh, they probably need a little bit more change than um, what they did. Offensive line, I think they're good at the tackles, although Joe Staley is uh, essentially old enough to be my granddad right now um McGlinchey on the other side uh I like him he's a good athletic tackle uh that can get out and help with some of those zone run schemes um the wide receiver room is interesting because like it's just hot garbage in my opinion um people Even Pettis? people are high on Pettis and I think like Okay, like somebody's got to be the number one there, but I like Pettis. I I don't think that's it's anything a, special. I, I think I he's getting
1: way too. I don't too know. Much I hype. think he's pretty I, I like, talented. I like Pettis.
2: I don't. I think he's getting way too much hype. Um, I don't know if he can stay on the field. Yeah. Why do they keep getting like injured guys? Yeah. Why, why? does John Lynch just bring he, in guys? He, he, you know, he, he, you can play eight games a season. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they've got. No, uh, I mean,
1: it, the talent's there. It's just these guys, <laughs> guys can't play. Yeah, <laughs> can't right.
0: stay healthy. Um, they've got Marquise Goodwin on the other side. Um. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. I mean, yeah, they, they they certainly added a lot in terms of draft picks and uh um, you know, free agents to that position, but I I, I don't see uh I don't see a great wide receiver room there. Um, George Kittle at tight end, um you know, he's a guy who had just unbelievable yard after catch numbers for being a tight end. And I wonder if that is something that can be replicated. I think he's a good talent. I don't know that he can do that for another year. Interesting to see. He is going to be working with Jimmy G now, but I almost wonder if that's the best season of his career that we're going to see.
1: Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Okay, we, we saw how many games of Jimmy Garoppolo with uh, the 49ers?
0: So six the year before and then three last year. So nine total.
1: How much better did he look than guys like Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard? Nick Mullins had a low-key, decent year as a backup yeah. filling in. I. I mean, I, I'm interested to hear what you guys think, but I, I didn't see much of a difference in, in the way they offense want, or random, uh, and then just overall quarterback play. Well, the difference is in the paycheck, Adam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I, I didn't see anything special. Um, And I think, like, I'm going to be clear here, like, Nick Mullins was okay, but he was still very much a bottom third quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. Um probably bottom five uh, i mean i think
2: it took him like a game or two to shake off like the rust and all the yeah. scaries of being a starter but showed, i think he looked he he about he the same as jimmy g by the end that of season, the season to be honest well i think his first game was in green bay
0: thursday night football against the pack and they almost won uh it took like a the, the defense absolutely collapsed i think and that's how they lost it but um yeah i mean the I think the real issue with this team is actually on the defensive side of the ball, and I want to get to this. Um, defense forced seven turnovers last year. They hit two interceptions, five fumble recoveries. That's it. That's it.
2: Like I mean, they they did draft Nick Bosa. They did. They did. So they're trying. They got Quan yeah, Alexander, who'll be is. there for eight games. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, what is John Lynch thinking?
1: Like with. He's, he loves guys with interest He doesn't deserve
2: to have a job. Does
1: he have like some sort of stock ownership in their medical medical team that like is the same? <laughs> like like what is going on here? Quan All got, these guys. Quan got uh, four years, Even fifty-four Nick million,
0: massive contract coming off a bad injury. They can get out next year for three million uh, cap hit, but still, it's that, not cheap. Like <laughs> that's, that's still a good chunk. That's a good chunk. Like. Yeah. It's
2: like a third of uh Jerk McKinnon's paycheck. Quan
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quan Alexander, like on on himself is, is actually a pretty solid uh linebacker. But uh yeah, I mean the injury history is it, it's a real risk and to pay him uh that level, I think I think uh he played himself on that one. I don't think the market was giving Quan Alexander anything close to what he wound up getting. So
1: no, I, I do think adding Nick Bosa and D Ford to that pass rush and they got the Buckner on the inside. I, I think they could have a Pretty decent pass rush and yeah. you know, front four. But um Who's making plays in that secondary though? Richard Sherman. I I, I mean he was, he didn't he didn't was have decent pick last year. So he didn't have he a didn't pick. Have he pick. didn't <laughs> have a pick. I, mean, I yeah, they are gonna be bad on the back end. And if Quan Alexander goes down, you're gonna see the same thing with yeah. just a little bit more sacks.
0: Yeah, like so all of this I kinda land on this team, even with a full and healthy Jimmy G.
1: A this full is a, Jimmy G, yeah, <laughs> not full, a half,
0: not a half or quarter Jimmy G. You get a full Jimmy G. Um, I think this team's still like a five-six win team. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I, there's I enough agree. talent around yeah. Jimmy G. I don't think Jimmy G. is as good as they're paying him to be, and uh, there's no playmaking on that defense. <laughs> they've got they've got decent pass rush now that they added Bosa and uh, D Ford on the outside. But yeah, like, other other than that, I'm I'm not believing in this team and. Um, I, I, I still don't know where the takeaways are going to come from. Like, they, I don't think they address that at all. So, it'll be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, I do want to turn it over to you guys. To get your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I mean, I am with you. Like, I'm I, I just keep looking at, this Vegas line of like over under eight. I I don't think they come close to five hundred. I think like six is about their cap.
1: Yeah, this is I,
2: a pound. I, the I under. don't know. Yeah, this. I, I don't know where why people are so in love with Jimmy G and the Niners. Like, his
1: best football was played with the Patriots for, you know, three games. Yeah. You know, I'd,
2: I... I will say he's a good... I'd say he's a good uh, game manager. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But I, he's I don't he's, good he in clutch. he deserves like, to be paid like he should or be treated as this, like, godsend. I, I think it's pretty mediocre. I just think, like... The reason you
0: see this sort of stuff with the Niners is it's like this legacy franchise. It's like it's like the Giants getting talked up, right? It's just like people still have this image of the Niners and this dynasty and this like one of the top like tier Steve franchises Young. in the NFL. Yeah, and,
1: you, got, um, you got Golden Boy Kyle Shanahan, yeah, head coach. Yeah. You know this guy's the best even though he hasn't won many games. The
0: fact of the matter is the San Francisco 49ers had a pocket of, like, what, two to three years with Colin Kaepernick that they were good, but otherwise they've been horrible for, like, the last 15 years. Like, That's fair. Like, call it what it is. So, um, yeah,
2: yeah, people weren't really expecting Colin Kaepernick to do like he did. Like, right. just scramble out of the pocket and do something like Kyle – Murray I've never doing, seen, Murray. I've <laughs> never Cameron. seen a team with super Tyler bowl Murray talent I like,
0: this. <laughs> like implode the way they did like three four years ago, yeah. When like everybody left, like Bowman, uh, Willis left. Uh, I mean, like there was just such a rift between the GM and the players, and then Harbaugh was gone, and it just imploded. Um, yeah, I am. That's all to say that I just think um, there's just like this national uh, idea that like the Niners. Should be like one of the top tier franchises, and I think it bumps
2: that number up. But yeah, I I, I think they're they're no better than a six one team. I've got year. a I've got a question. Yeah, what do you think is the better Bay Area franchise right now? Ooh, because for me, I'm actually thinking Raiders. Raiders. Well,
1: okay, well that's a one year that's a one year question. Because ah. they got, I,
2: Well, yeah, because they're home. going. I'm I'm, <laughs> getting <laughs> getting out I'm here, sorry, but.
1: the Coliseum. Hey, hey. R.I.P.
0: Oh, you know, Vegas, though, okay. guys. Vegas. Mark Davis. Y- you know, maybe, does Mark Davis... Do they have keep- better barbers? Yeah, than I was going to say, does <laughs> he keep the bowl cut
2: in Vegas? <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we answer that question, today's episode is brought to you by Nathan's Neon Car Signs. Ever try to pick up your kids from soccer practice and they go to one of the other 20 tan town and countries instead of yours? Have you ever tried to pick up that one belligerent friend from the bar only for him to go into somebody else's gray Civic? Well, worry no more. Since Nathan's neon car signs attach easily to the top of any car, anyone could see you coming from a mile away. You could quickly program it to say either your name, your friend's name, your social security number, whatever, so whoever you're picking up can easily know it's you. Call now and get this essential sign for five easy payments of $19.95 each. It's an absolute steal that you can't get anywhere else. So call and get your own Nathan Neon car sign today. All right, thank you, Nathan's
0: neon car signs. Uh,
1: I can see, I can see that taking off with Ubers. Oh know? yeah, You got to know what car you getting into. Yeah, they should these put days. the name
0: up of whoever the rider is on Uber. Yeah, yeah, they
2: just got to call Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all set. He's a good yeah. guy too. Yeah, very good guy. Personally, vouch for Nathan. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, he's a good dancer too. <laughs> oh yeah, very good dancer.
0: All right. <laughs> Some would call him a dancing man. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: let's uh, let's
2: move on to the Seahawks now, Robbie.
0: Uh, what do you got
2: for us? So Seahawks, you got them ten and six last year. Um, they're always one of the teams that's contending for a wild card or to win the NFC West. Um, P. Carroll's, um, you you know what you get from him. Uh, he, well, never it's never what he says you get from him, but you could uh, expect to have a pretty strong defense with him. Um, and with this offense, they just want to run the ball, run, run, run. I do think. Uh, Pete Carroll was on the field for more snaps last year than Doug Baldwin.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Carroll is always on the field getting held back by the refs, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to get that in there. I love Pete Carroll.
1: Dude. Good Guy's, guys yeah. all energy yeah, for yeah, being like 75. Yeah, at yeah, yeah, he is macho on some golf. <laughs> who,
2: who puts in bigger pieces of gum? Pete Carroll or Cam Newton? Okay, oh, it's got to be Pete. I think it's I, th- Pete, I yeah. think it's got to be Pete. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> continue. <Robbie. laughs> Anyways, they, they ended up as you mentioned, they, they lost Doug Baldwin cuz he's just unfortunately couldn't stay um healthy and I mean, he had a great career. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. you know, lost uh, Cam Chancellor, you lost Earl Thomas, you lost a lot of this defense really. Um also got to men- throw a shout out to the Polish Rocket. Um, oh yeah. What know, a career. I will say once I once I saw like the notification about him retiring, it, it was like a quote of him saying, Um, I'm gonna just focus on being a dad and just chauffeur people around they're like Yeah, a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> First of all that. And second I'm like, Oh crap, is he gonna be like a cabbie? Like should we fly out to the Bay Area to just get a shot? Should cab? he call Nathan? I think it should. That's set that oh, up between just and talking and about asked. his kid driving his kids around. But anyways <laughs> he could
1: just put up a <laughs> big neon sign of Polish rocket wherever he goes, so people know. Um, even you know.
2: better, it doesn't even have to say words. You could just do a picture of a rocket <laughs> in the pole flag. <laughs> Nathan, oh, Nathan could do okay. anything okay. you want. Oh, okay. You know, they, those signs are fantastic. <laughs> Oh, we are completely off the rails here. Right? Oh <laughs> man, you know this must be just the round two of recording. I guess <laughs> it's yeah. it to us. But um, <laughs> anyways, um, they gra- grabbed the D end in uh, LJ Collier. Collier is how do you how do you pronounce it? I thought it was Collier. Collier.
1: We, we're all three different. No, I'm we. thinking we're French. Like Let's Collier. call him LJ Collier. <laughs> Collier. 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 Uh,
2: the, one of the big ones is uh, they grabbed uh, the um, DK Met. Calf, um, the what am I trying to say? The the bat suit thing, yeah. The the superstar yeah. of uh, the, the combine. Combine, wow. Why couldn't I think Did of the you guys word? I see combine? the video
1: of. Uh, sorry to get sidetracked one more time, but Pete Carroll meeting DK Metcalf for the first time and just immediately oh, rips yeah. off his shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, they are awesome. men. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Carroll's the man. <laughs> they were meant to be together.
2: <laughs> um, but DK Metcalf. Just this freak of an athlete um, to try to fill in one of those um, wide receiver slots. Um, they also added in uh, um, D end, um Jason Myers, wh- who honestly I thought he was a phenomenal kicker last year for the Jets. Um, but anyways, this is a team that's going to be run a lot through Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Um, with Mike Davis gone, they're going to... Pro- probably be looking at um rashad penny maybe to do a little more of the work that mike davis was doing which was kind of um just uh wouldn't say backup but the rotational guy who could also catch out of the backfield Mm -hmm. um we got to see i I mean mean, rashad penny he he had flashes last year i'm kind of intrigued to see how he does and this whole backfield chris carson i don't i don't know what you guys think of it but I, I don't know how if they're gonna keep running with him because I'm getting like inclinations from past like Thomas Rawls. He ends up at the season like the lead guy, and everybody's pumped about him. And then they go a different direction. Well, it's what funny. do you guys think?
1: It's funny. Me and Evan were just talking about this this morning, yeah. uh, and I brought up that exact same example. I, you know, you look at this this running back room, and there's a lot of talent. And I'm saying the same thing as I did for the 49ers, like Rashad Penny, CJ Procyse, you know. CJ Pro has been all hurt like yeah. know, his entire career. Did Rashad, Penny, Rashad yeah. Penny, uh he, he's got the pedigree and I, I did like a little bit of what I saw on film, but you know, I have my concerns about him, um his willingness to you know he had some plays where I just I thought he just took a play off, you know, and then he would you know, come back the next play and bulldoze over two people. Um and Chris Carson, really good running back, runs super hard. Yeah, he does. Um, he reminds me of Thomas Rawls, but yeah, I, I don't know how long that could hold up, especially with a team you know like the Seahawks who will you know run the most plays, running plays you know we've seen in a while. So um, I do like that they have a lot of bodies because you know odds on that you know they're going to try to split the carries like they did with Mike Davis and last year. Um, you know I yeah I I like this running back room, but I have a little concern about these guys holding up.
0: I'm a big fan of Chris Carson. Um, like one of the toughest runners, I think in the NFL. Uh, extremely efficient between the tackles. Um, very old school. Um, can catch, but isn't really used in that role. Right now, fantasy drafts, he's going like very early third round. I can't see. I can't see him ever landing on my team, at that price range. Like. It just seems way too much for a backfield that is always a question mark. You never know how Pete is going to utilize them. Uh, granted, Carson got a lot of the carries last year. You could see kind of a changing of the guard where they start to revert back uh, to the Rashad Penny and, and kind of like that um, quick pass, uh, like outside run scheme offense. Um, one thing I'll say last year is like um, the Seahawks ran the ball more than any team has in the last like decade. and it'll be interesting to see if that continues. Um, i i'm I'm still high on the Seahawks this year. I think they're I think they're still kind of one of those fringe wild card teams. Um, you know it it kind of all hinges on the play of Russell Wilson. like how far can Russell Wilson take them in games that they're gonna be behind because that's really. When it all falls on his shoulders to to scramble and and make magic happen because they're not really built to come back from behind.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my concern with this offense at least isn't necessarily the running back core um, because I think they got a lot of the same type of talent. Uh, It's more the receiving core, actually. Uh, Tyler Lockett is really good at what he does. Um, You know, he's a great down the field pass uh, catcher. Um, I think. Russell Wilson had a perfect passer rating last year yep. when throwing Tyler Lockett. So I mean, no really, way that hold up. No, but it it still shows how good you know a duo those two are. But my concern is they brought in DK Metcalf and they got rid of Doug Baldwin, who's more of their possession receiver. But DK Metcalf is not a possession receiver. He's um he's more like Tyler Lockett actually, just taller. You know, like a tall John Brown where well, he's that's got why straight straight to the slot. I, I I could I could see that working, but like. And then who do you got on the outside david moore and dk metcalf i think those are guys that can just run seams and not much else so i, I i'm worried about you know defense maybe putting their best corner on tyler lockett say beat us with somebody else i don't know if they can um but then again they're they're a team that runs the ball um primarily so maybe they got they develop a good play action deep ball game but uh, i i think that's at least rookie season, that's all D.K. Metcalf's going to be. Yeah, I so think
0: for. D.K. Metcalf is pretty much going to be a straight-line route runner, um, at least year one. I completely agree with you there. Um, I, I do like Lockett. I think he's um, one of the more underrated receivers in the league. I think he's got a lot of talent, and I think you know he's kind of at that point now where he can take over for Doug Baldwin and and kind of – take on that line share of targets as he showed last year um incredible efficiency with him last year i don't think that that can continue because that's just seems unsustainable but um i i think i'm a little bit higher on this wide receiver room than you um but it'll be interesting to see for sure robbie what is your take
2: i mean i feel like uh lockett's career arc has kind of been similar to doug baldwin's in the way that um kind of slowly brought through the P Carroll system, and then finally now he's getting his shot to be the guy, and I think he could be able to show up um, in the slot. Um, I think that's going to be a good use of his skill. It seems like, to me, like he's lost some top speed um, that he was. Um, they probably, I mean, he's been like their special teams guy for so long. It just seems like he's lost a little speed, so I think the slot, he can make it worse, just work by just... Um, be able to cut open and just get the kind of play that Doug Baldwin's been doing. Um, and then you have David Moore and DK Metcalf on the outside to stretch it out. Um, I think, I think they could make this work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when they're run first team. Um, mm-hmm. I think you could get a couple deep balls to, well, this year I'm lean more David Moore kind of producing than DK Metcalf. That's probably more year two for him. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, is it overall for the receiving group? I mean, I only really am excited for Lockett, if anything. Yeah. Like, the rest, do you not g- really
1: excited. Do you guys think this is the playoff team again? They were a wild card team last year. What do you guys think this year?
2: I mean, my concern would be the defense, that they lost so many pieces, Um But I do think Pete Carroll does a good job with his defenses. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem. I think they'll be fighting for a wild card. I'm not so sure they'll get it. But they'll be in that conversation for sure.
0: I agree. I think think you're going to have four teams fighting for, actually five teams fighting for two wild card spots. It's going to wind up being uh, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Panthers, the Falcons, slash Saints, and then the Eagles. And I don't think this no I think the Packers? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think uh I don't think the Packers did enough. We'll get to that, but I don't think the Packers did enough in the <laughs> off season. Um the Packers were another team that gave up over fifty sacks last year. Um but that's that's for another episode. Um I think out of all those teams I just named, though, I think the Seahawks are probably the one that I have the least confidence in to grab one of those last two spots. Um, In fact, I kind of might lean that the South gets three playoff teams in this year. Uh, It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm very very high on the Falcons. Very high on the Falcons. I think the Panthers bounce back, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, Pete Carroll always has a way of, you know, overcoming expectations they'll be right there yeah, yeah I, I I I see this team eight and eight I mean this is I mean I I'm high in the Rams and we'll get to that next but you know with I'm not particularly believer in either what the 49ers are doing or what the cardinals are doing I can see them you know getting three four wins out of those teams um you know I eight and eight team that's it's probably where I land but okay. I don't I don't think a playoff team
0: okay interesting interesting Okay. Anything else to add on the Seahawks, guys? You want to touch on the defense a little? We didn't. We didn't get too much into that.
1: I mean, they got you know Bobby Wa- Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright right in the middle. Yeah. Like that. That's that as good as you can get. As good as you Yeah. Can get as can get, yeah. Um, you know, sort of unproven secondary. Um, you know, they got Shaquille Griffin. It's a really good player. Yeah. Um, picked up Brad McDowell from Tampa Bay, but their secondary wasn't really the best to pick from. Uh, and then they added Ziggy Anza uh, at the end. I, I'm not sure if he's even going to be ready for the start yeah. of the year. Um, he might come in, you know, second half of the year. But uh, trading away uh, Frank Clark, it's going to hurt him on a pass rush. Yeah. And I'm not sure half of the season of Ziggy Anza and and Marti- Bartavius Bingo is going to
0: make up for that. Bartavius Bingo <laughs> <laughs>
1: is going to make up for that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got my concerns about this defense. But, like, I, I trust Pete Carroll to sort of fill in the holes. Adequately,
2: sure. it might take them a while to get going, get that defense turning. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, why don't we transition then to the Rams?
1: All right, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, last year's representation of the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, they went eleven and three last year. Thirteen and three. I'm getting these records all oh, numbers, man. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't. They didn't want to play two games. Yeah, thirteen and three. You know, I I think this is the team that. Um, had one of the better off seasons out of any team given their sort of cap inflexibility. Um, their biggest additions were adding Eric Weddle uh, and Clay Matthews, two veterans that, I mean, our old, looking at the film last year, I didn't see any decline, uh, especially with Clay Matthews. I think he was one of the better outside linebackers in the league last year and just, you know, got all, all of the attention of, you know, teams' offensive lines and, you know, how many sacks did he get taken away by penalty that, did not actually were penalties there so they were, were at least
2: three. First, first couple at least three first couple of weeks it, it seemed like there were like every yeah. every week but uh, then after that it was like okay that's maybe a little touchy yeah,
1: I mean, um you know they they're up against the cap this year um and i i think i think when you look at a team um one of the best you know pre precludes to like how good a team is going to be is you know you look at top end of their roster, how many blue chip players they got, how many players that are the best of their position or, you know, maybe top three. And uh, any team in the league, I think the Rams is probably, if not the most, like one of the top three. You, you got stars all over this team on offense, you know, Todd Gurley. Uh, I, I throw maybe not each one of them being a star, but their receiving core of Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks are, you know, those are three three you know top 20 mm-hmm. receivers in the league and you got them all on the same receiving core uh aaron donald samson and uh ibukam keep to marcus peters you got heckler and maybe the best punter and kicker at their positions um i thought
0: ibukam was like quietly one of the better yes, linebackers yes, in football very actually. very underrated yeah
1: um you know and it, you know I, I just i think i think if this team holds up like health-wise i I don't see them taking any step back at all from a thirteen and three season, given that their division is pretty weak. Uh, I think we can pretty much agree with that this isn't one of the strongest divisions. Uh, yeah. they're gonna be playing a first first uh first place schedule, but like I said, I don't I don't think this team takes any step back. And given the way that their their cap is structured right now, um, you know, this could be the last year of their playoff and championship window because they got a lot of people up for contract next year, and they don't have a lot of fl- cap flexibility mm-hmm. at all. Um, so they're gonna have to make the decisions to cut pretty good players. So you might see this be, you know, their their last their last go at it, at least until they do a little bit of rebuild. Um, you got Sean McVay, one of the best coaches in the league. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see this team taking any step back whatsoever. I think they're still Super Bowl contender.
2: I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, their wanted best addition.
1: Blake Bortles. Oh, oh. that's another thing. You know what? If if something happens to Jared Goff, I don't see much much of a need like for I'm Blake com- Bortles.
2: Confident, you, you, confident you, in him as a backup.
1: Yeah, I honest. mean absolutely. He's one of the best backups in the league. You're talking about a guy that, you know, had a big lead in the AFC championship two say, years ago. Like we like, saw
0: that guy ball out yeah, in the playoffs. I I'm like, say that for a lot of I'm
1: comfortable. He like he might be the best backup in the league right now. Am I, am, I, am I breaking any waves there?
0: I'd say. I don't know. i probably like Tyrod. But maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Tyrod's, oh, he, no. he should, uh, Tyrod's You saw Tyrod's Tyrod never,
1: shit the bed at the yeah, playoff game.
2: Yeah, Tyrod's never done... Teddy Bridgewater?
1: No. You haven't seen that Teddy, either, though. You've yeah. seen Blake Bortles do some things. With I a mean, bad Blake, Jags team. Blake, like Blake offense, Bortles like. does
2: kind of fit the whole... Uh, he's kind of very similar to Goff, in my opinion. But for, for a, for a so team... So that, that's a good backup. Yeah, beforehand. for a team that so is I this close to a backup. Super
1: Bowl... The heading that good of a backup, I think, is very good. Very good. And, then you know, they drafted Daryl Henderson to back up Todd Gurley. I think, you know, depth-wise, this is a team that sort of has unmatched depth. We need to talk about Todd Gurley.
0: Yeah. 100%. What do you dun, feeling? Dun, dun. What are you thinking?
1: I think a lot of this hype is overrated. You think need. so? Um, and it, if anything... I think they take away carries, but he's not going to come off the field. They're going to try to keep him healthy, and they want to make sure that he's ready to go for the playoffs. Um, you're going to see. I you're thought to see that last too year,
0: last year, and then he didn't. He didn't get. He
1: didn't get the carries in the Super Bowl. So CJ Anderson
0: was
2: so good. <laughs> I, I thought they were
0: saving him, and then you know Todd Gurley didn't get on the field in the Super Bowl that much. So like, I I don't know what to make of that.
2: Arthritis in the knees. It's, it's, it's no joke. No. Yeah. I mean. He, it starts acting up. You're 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 done. You can't you can't run. Good thing they paid him. I mean, yeah. Good thing they paid him. And good and good for Todd Gurley that he got paid. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's crazy. I, mean, I mean, I mean. I he, hope it's just being overblown for the sake of. Yeah. Um. They're just trying to get other teams thinking. Like, ooh, what are they going to do? Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson. Are we going to have to prepare for that? And then
1: the thing I'll say about the Todd Gurley thing is, you know, I didn't probably more so of a pain tolerance thing, but on the field, even with the injuries last year, I didn't see too much of a decline. Like yeah. sometimes the, like knee injuries you see. It was like a snap count yeah, issue. Yeah. You see guys, you know, sort of the talent wise and, you know, speed, shiftiness, ability to cut. You see that decline. I didn't really see that from Todd Gurley, which is a good sign for him. Um, I, I just think he'll be the same type of talent as he was last year. I and mean, he's been the number one fantasy football player for the last two years. Um I just think, You'll see that same talent, but less of it. You know, maybe he gets five to eight less touches a game, um, which I think is a good thing for this team. To be honest, keep him fresh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I don't have a problem. I mean, fantasy wise, it's going to take a hit on Ty Gurley, but I think he's going to be fine. I think the Rams are going to be fine.
2: Where do you
0: think this team is in its championship window?
1: I'd say
2: towards the end, to be honest. Yeah, I think, I think their window started last year, and with all this. I mean, Sydak mentioned it not too long ago. Their their salary cap it's yeah. it's creeping up on them. Um, they've got a they got a tight window right now.
1: Yeah, I think this might be their best shot at it though. Yeah, I mean, last year they made it to the Super Bowl, but you know they they had Todd Gurley on the mend. The Cooper Cup was out. Um, I think with the additions they made, they didn't really lose too many people. They Roger Stafford guard really good player. They lost. Um, Nadam Kinsu, he, I'm not sure he was a really good fit. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think this team's destined for a long playoff run again.
2: Okay, all right. Uh, anything else to add on the Rams, guys? Um, what do you uh, if how do you, how do you guys feel uh, going back to offense of um, how how do you feel about uh, the wide receiver crew here? I mean, we we all know that they got three great wide receivers. Um, and uh, who's uh, eighty three Reynolds? Josh Reynolds. Yeah, he's like, back. He's
0: he's an unbelievable fourth wide receiver. Yeah, he stepped in uh, for Cup and didn't really miss a beat. Uh, that that might be a testament to. The I don't know. I've, I've, I felt system. like their
2: offense kind of
1: took a hit when Cup went down
2: a
0: little bit. But I, I thought Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, they I'm were not still sure able was to make it work because of Josh yeah. Reynolds. Yeah. Like
1: I, I think he played pretty good. I think
0: teams figured out how to rush um, Goff up the middle. Yeah. And, and get pressure in his face and yeah, that I'm was that was a true indication of what was going on there. But um I think it's what absolutely it might be the best wide receiver room in the NFL. Um yeah, I think I think you can take all three of those guys in the top six rounds of your fantasy draft. Um and I think they're all going yeah. around the same spot to yeah. be honest. And,
1: and like even like, like fantasy wise, round. but outside of that, I think the, each one of those guys is a better NFL player than their t- their stats say. Like yeah. Robert Woods is the best blocking wide receiver in the league. He, he he'll pancake guys. Um,
0: I'm still yeah. mad. I I called I called the Robert Woods is a good player thing like four years ago yeah. when he was on Buffalo and I wanted the Bears to get him
1: so bad. Honestly, like and Cooper Cup's a great blocking wide receiver too. You got you guys like they have this offense set up to utilize the strengths of their players more yeah. so than any team. Like, even Jared Goff, I think we can sort of agree that he probably isn't an MVP-type talent, but he was in the MVP race last year um, for most of the year until sort of the Bears figured out how to how to limit him. But, uh, yeah, I, I like this wide receiving core. Yeah, absolutely.
2: For sure. All right, uh, why don't we get into some of the over-unders? All right, so some of the over-unders we got. We're going to start back at the Arizona Cardinals at five. I think, you know, Sidex going a little under, right?
1: Under. Under.
2: I don't know. I'm still pounding that over. I think they could easily get six. At
0: five, I will take the over.
2: I think. I think.
0: Worst case scenario, you're pushing that. I I, I think that's a no brainer to me. You're taking the right. under. Yeah. Oh, man. I
1: mean, I, I understand it's not a popular take, oh, but man. I, 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 a lot of things have to go right for this team to be, you know, six, team, six one team. They, they, they didn't add any talent besides Kyler Murray. Yeah. I mean, they NFL were 3-13 and 13 last year. You'd yeah, you be betting on Cliff Kingsbury, a losing head coach in college in the Big 12, to turn his team around? I,
2: I Well, because he never had any defense in college. I mean, it, his offense was amazing, did, but did they, they were going to shoot Is the I mean, Cardinals defense, defense good? It could be. I mean. Vance Joseph or Patrick, Patrick Peterson. He's there on the field. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be there on the field. It's yeah,
1: not only I I can very much be wrong, but I I'm more I see more negatives than positives with this team, and I, I a lot has to happen for them. Yeah, I
0: know, but like six wins is not a stretch. Yeah, and I, five I, is not a difficult number to push on. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm comf, I'm
2: comfortable in their ability. I mean, the Broncos get. last year won six games. Yeah, I'm comfortable. They in got their got they got a get. good home field advantage. Though. They got a good defense. That's a big I, I toaster.
1: Don't... Come on, <laughs> the big toaster. They got air conditioning in there. They do. <laughs> Good nachos, dude. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> big all right. nachos. All right, uh, so yeah, we're we're a little different on that one. Uh, what, what do we think not, for the Niners?
2: Niners, they got them at five hundred eight wins. Oh, under, under. under. I think we're all pounding that under, yeah, right? We're, we're not. That feels niner like an easy believers. one. Yeah. Um, Kyle Shanahan though. Oh yeah,
1: Kyle Shanahan. John Lynch is a good GM. Right? I think G. <laughs> the Niners G. might G. go. He's a
0: good
2: quarterback, right?
0: <laughs> the Niners might go. Like I don't think they're going better than two and four in the division.
2: That's that's a fair take. Yeah. I'd say
0: I don't I don't see them doing any better than two and four. They're losing two to the Rams. I I think yeah. you could lock that in. I think they could split with the Cardinals, and at most they'll get one out of the Seahawks.
2: Yeah, I, I agree Agreed. with you. Yeah. yeah, that that just makes it tough for them. Yeah, um, Seahawks are just a little bit better at eight and a half. Which God, that's I think a good, that's a pretty good pretty good
1: line. line. I, I'd lean under, but not like not not strong conviction with this one. A pretty good line.
0: I think I would take the
2: under. I'd I'd lean at 8 wins for them. So yeah, I I'd, I'd take the do under. We NFC do West.
1: do we know who the NFC West plays? Yeah, they play the AFC. NFC NFC South and AFC North. Yeah, NFC South is a good division. Yeah, I'll take the under.
2: NFC South is good. I'm, I'm not so sure about the AFC North. They, they got some, some of those teams just I mean, we'll get to it, but it seemed like they just lost a bunch of guys. Um but anyways, moving on, Rams 10 and a half. Starting with Sadek.
1: For me, I think I think this is one of the the best bets you can make. Over, over ten and a half.
2: I like the over too.
1: Like I, I, mean, I, it, I don't see. Looking
2: it. at the rest of the division, we're we're kind of very skeptical at what their lines are as it is generally, except for the Cardinals, where I think you're absolutely off base here.
1: I just don't see them losing six games. I mean, even if even if uh, golf goes down, I think they're eleven win team with Blake Bortles. You got to think yeah. they're
0: getting five wins in the division at least yep. um say they split the nfc south like worst case yeah right that's so you're already at seven or yeah wow there. you're at yeah. seven I do, wins i can't do math Three, i'm sorry don't. let's go to the afc north <laughs> <laughs> they should beat the browns yeah although that'll be a fun game <laughs> uh they should beat the browns they should beat the steelers they should beat the ravens yeah i mean they should beat the Bengals. yeah
1: it's that, yeah, the over and, and i think it's the over the, the bears and the cowboys uh
0: I think they'll split one of those. I think it's 121
1: team. Yeah, I mean, and Todd Gurley, yeah. without him, I think they're fine. Daryl Henderson, uh, I, uh, Marlon Brown. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I don't see a lot of risk with this team, I'll and that's it. why I, I, love the over at ten and a half. I think it's one of the, the safest bets you can make.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Even if the quarterback goes down. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Blake's yeah, showing he can get it done. And this defense ain't no done. slouch. Yeah, Nick yeah. Foles got it done. Yeah.
0: If golf goes down, they're probably closer to a ten or nine win team. But even at that, down. how many teams can you say that? Yeah, right. You know? Right. Right. All right. Um well let's get on to our uh, final segment here on the clock. Uh Robbie, I think you've got a uh, treat for us here, right?
2: I've got a little I don't know if it's uh, so much a treat, but it it's summer. Okay. We're we're hitting the heat. Uh, where would you guys prefer to beat the heat? Going to the beach or the pool? Ooh. Um well
0: if it's North Avenue Beach, I might get like stabbed by rabid ra- rabid like
2: teenagers, yeah. Like the mon- monster yeah. um, sunblock. Ah wow, man Oh, but you don't love castaways? Dude, Castaways is the worst.
1: <laughs> <I hate> castaways. <laughs> okay, we're talking Chicago well, we're Chicago ta- Beach I'm or Chicago. Pool? Beach. I'm okay. talking any beach. Chicago Beach, they need to get they need to fix it. So this it's... is a shout out to Lori Lightfoot. Get that fixed. Like <laughs> we, have, we have we have prime real estate yeah. along Lake Michigan. Get the beaches fixed yeah, for Christ's sake. Get the teenagers yeah, out yeah, of there. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I'd say in my old age I'm kind of I'm more of a fan of like the more low key like pool atmosphere, um than I think I am like the the
1: juiced beach yeah what do you, you guys couldn't, couldn't agree more yeah yeah, yeah well, we say, also we also aren't around any good beaches so we yeah
2: that's probably true i mean for me it's probably more than anything that i don't like just getting sand stuck on you everywhere yeah. we're talking just... to a man that's
1: been in thailand uh, you know with, within <laughs> a couple months are so how, how are those people be- those, those beaches, beaches are, are amazing those, so, yeah. those are like the
2: perfect beach you could ever imagine i I mean, even on those beaches, I'd take the (laughs) point.
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the South Lot Football, guys. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back um, with a couple more episodes here to close out the divisions with the NFC North and AFC North. But until next time, for Robbie and Adam, I'm Evan. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you soon.
1: Later.